Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of HP Critical, a podcast where my friends and I talk all things gaming. I'm Jarrell, and I am joined by Brandon. You. Kelly. Hi, everybody. And Gabe. Also, I'm so sorry I was laughing because I, I just, to, yes, Gabe, yes, I love the energy. Um, I forgot how to do the intro, so if that that's why I was laughing in the beginning. I'm embarrassing myself. This is the last episode of 2021 that we're recording, but you guys won't hear it until 2021. 2022. No, they'll hear it tomorrow, 2021. Oh. Or yep. Saturday. Okay. I, <laughs> Unless they listen Saturday is 2022. Wait, what? Is it really? Saturday's right, well, the first. Never mind, yeah. you're definitely going to hear it in 2022. Just kidding. Hey, we'll see y'all so, next year. You'll definitely be watching us in the future uh, uh, in 2022. But because it is going to be 2022, we're going to do a nice little retrospective and look back on 2021. And the first thing I want to ask you guys is if you remember any, if there's any that stood out to you, um, what was one of the most memorable video game stories that we talked about this year? If you have any, if you don't, it's totally fine. Not a video game story, but our 69th episode uh was pretty saucy so that was very fair yeah yeah no that was that was definitely a nice little highlight to uh talk about all that good stuff get that out there i don't know i feel like the 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 lead up to it was more titillating than the actual episode oh i I feel like it got pretty raunchy (laughs) once once we got to the actual yeah 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 for sure it did but we talked about it a lot for sure. We definitely no, we, we, we definitely hyped it up. That was actually a really good moment. Uh, any other yeah. moments? Anytime we had a guest on, that was fun. That was yeah. always fun. We had a lot of cool get. We had a lot of cool guests. We over the totally year. did have some really great industry peeps on here. From a bunch I was going to say names, website. but I feel like I'm going to miss somebody by accident. I don't want them to get mad. So that feels just, like so long ago. That's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> I don't even remember when the last guest was. I think it was, it was Sterling. Sterling. Yeah, I think so. I said when, not who. Oh, but like that was still a while ago. So yeah, it was like, like I or something. Yeah. Wow, really? Was it that long ago? I'm off I my so. game. I sh- I gotta go. Well, well, you know, for 2022, we're gonna have even more guests. I promise. I promise with my fingers crossed, just in case I can't fulfill that promise. Um, but yeah, no, those are actually really great moments. Episode 69, which also featured Sterling. It was supposed to be Wesley, but he couldn't make it at the time, yeah. um, which I'm very sad about because he was very excited to be a part of episode 69. Um, we've had wonderful people on. I, too, I'm not going to name anyone because there's there were a ton of great people from a bunch of different sites. We had some uh, game developers come on as well. We had a pretty 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 good run for 2021 and i can't wait to see what 2022 brings um any other moments i guess this is sort of another sexy topic which i hate but um when we talked about keanu reeves like okay well we talked about we talked about people modding the game to have sex with him and we were saying how they took that away in the game but then now we find out that he was actually into it recently so that was something a new development that was very interesting and fun um so put it back in please i'll, <laughs> I'll play it um god i feel like there's other stuff but just it's we're all sick and we're just 
suffering. Yeah. I, I can't oh, think of anything. Sick. Y'all are all sick. Uh, yeah, Gabe all of us except himself, for Gabe. Gabe keeps himself extremely healthy in these trying times. I've been trying very hard to keep myself very healthy, but um, literally, I got sick as I took a COVID test, so take from that what you will. Um, I think one of my favorites was uh, hosting that lovely uh, 100 questions with you guys. Um, that was, Ooh, that was yeah, that fun. Was- that was cool. That was a hilariously fun time. Um, all <laughs> the answers were right there. <laughs> Eventually, you, you got uh, you got them all right, which was really a great time. I also always enjoy talking about um, uh, uh, marginalized issues in gaming with you guys. Uh, either we're talking about uh, women in gaming, uh, POC in gaming, LGBT, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Those are always really tough topics, but I think that we usually do a damn good job at, you know, uh, discussing them and uh, being comfortable enough to share our opinions with one another. And um, those conversations have probably been some of my favorite. Yeah. So thank you guys. Um, and, and and because we're not going over any news today, I will talk about uh, one of the news pieces that I actually wanted to talk about, which was uh, on the topic titled uh, Call of Duty Studio Vaguely Promises to Do Better a Month After Sexual Harassment Report from Kotaku. Um, Miranda Dew, which is at Miranda Dew on Twitter, she quote tweeted this article and said, the women of Treyarch organized to write the statement and have published, uh, have it published. We are the ones that have been impacted the most by what has happened and we are fighting for a better future. Change has to happen from within and we are doing our best and need support, not this. And uh, not this was in reference to the article that said uh, Call of Duty Studio vaguely promises to do better a month after sexual harassment report. I just thought that was so interesting because you, we always, I think, have conversations about about uh, uh, the people who do bad in a company versus all the other people that are working on the good stuff within that company. Uh, And sometimes it can very much be a... uh, I'll take a quick example of like everyone saying let's boycott Blizzard, but then other people saying, hey, but what about all the wonderful women that are working on World of Warcraft right now that aren't getting, you know, any, any, any pay, any, any uh, recognition for all the work that they're doing. And that was just such a staunch example of that, that we were going to talk about it, but we're not going to talk about anything serious today because this is our last episode of 2022, 2021, before we go into 2022, which you're listening to in 2022. So uh, let's start with a look back at 2021, since we already started talking about uh, gaming, um, not gaming, what we were talking about. Let's talk about uh, video games in 2021. Kelly, what were your favorite games of 2021? Um, Resident Evil Village. Um, but I feel like it got really hyped and then I was like, okay, you know, um, and then probably it takes two. I still haven't finished it, but it's, I mean, it got game of the year for a reason. It's really good. Um, God, I mean, I liked the medium that came out this year in like early, early. It's hard for me to remember like stuff that comes what out, came so out yeah, long ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, probably those three. I think I wrote reviews on at least two of them too. Has, uh, Jurassic World Evolution, not one of your favorites? I It was so forgettable to me. I totally forgot about it. Oh, um, shit. Um, not to be rude. I just, the first one really captivated me. But then like the second one just felt like more of the same um and the things that they added that were new 
like the underwater dinosaurs like i haven't even unlocked it yet and i've played for like 30 hours or something like wow. or even no i think i've even played longer um which i could have started at that park like there's a certain area where you get that unlocked but it's like it's like the new thing you're bringing to the game like i'd like to unlock it before putting in that long you know yeah. um to be honest with you so i felt a little bit disappointed but um I mean, I'm not mad at it. I just wasn't captivated. Is there anything that you played this year that didn't come out this year that you really enjoyed? I mean, I continually play Phasmophobia. Oh my God, I didn't even mention Halo Infinite that came out this year. I've been playing it like crazy. I play it like every day, um, trying to rank up to plat at least. But um, came out last year, Phasmophobia. Um, what else? god i don't even know i mean sometimes i play older games did i play outlast this year i think you did okay so then outlast. no 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 no. that was last year because it was halloween what? see i'm okay. telling you i don't know i don't know what the, <laughs> I don't know what the <laughs> fuck's happening um yeah but just mostly scary games fair point uh brandon same question well, what were your favorite games this year and uh any that you played this year that were not from this year that were also your favorites i'll tackle the latter one first actually um this was the year that i finally got around to uh finishing up the dlc for breath of the wild because i had finished that the, the base game like pretty much on launch year but i never got around to the dlc so i did that this year which i'm happy about uh did a the story of age of Clemney because i didn't want to start that until i had finished the dlc so that was enjoyable to get through. I still do that post-game stuff. Um, and then I did my second route in Three Houses earlier this year as well. So I had originally done Golden Deer, and I've now done Blue Lion. At some point, I'm going to get that uh, Black Eagles route in. But those are the games from past years that I played this year. As far as stuff that came out this year, it's interesting. I got to be perfectly honest now that I'm really thinking about it. Um, my PlayStation 5 got the majority of its use in like the first half of this year because I was still on like furlough from like 2020. So I was like playing mostly like near replicant and then final fantasy seven episode intermission. But then I have to go back to work and it was pretty much just switch, 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 because all I really had time for was handheld play. So with that said, a lot of the games I played this year was like, um, I really enjoyed super Mario 3d world plus Bowser's fury um, we did a whole playthrough of 3D World with uh, I did it with Jarrell, Gabe, and Christy. Full playthrough the entire game, including the damn Champions Road. But that's it. <laughs> which, which you can find three- on YouTube. It's be critical. Yeah, watch that whole thing. It took us three streams to do Champions Road, but, but we had, but we, we did it. We got it done, and that was a lot of fun. Bowser's Fury was a nice little after dinner mint after death. That it was like a nice little bite sized experience that I enjoyed. Um, <clears throat> I I really enjoyed Mario Golf Super Rush a lot, actually. Um, it's definitely one of my f- more favorite uh, recent Mario Golf games. Last few haven't been mm, the greatest, at least not for me. But I played a lot of multiplayer with that. It was it was a good time. Single player could have been better, but had a good time with the multiplayer, and they kept updating it, so that was nice. Uh, Skyward Sword HD, still going through that game, but it's as good as I remember and better because of the quality of life stuff. Um, Mario Party Superstars is the best Mario Party has been in a while, honestly. Just because it's taking back like a <clears throat> hundred mini games from like the past from the past uh one through ten and then five boards in the 64 era. It's just it's the classic Mario Party member with like a new coat of paint. So it's something I'm really enjoying. 
And then we're not talking about game of the year stuff just yet, right? Are we? Or okay, then I'll save the last game for uh for that. I mean, you can still tell us if it's your. Well, it's it's. Oh well, uh, when we get well, I'll I'll mention what the game is, but yeah, it's Metroid. Um, I got a lot to say about that when we get there. And uh, Gabe, my turn. My favorite games of the year have been Chivalry Two, Battlefield Twenty Forty Two. Even though everyone hates the game, apparently Tales of Arise, my first Tales game. It takes two. I don't shut up about the game. Death Store, Mario uh, Mario Party Superstars. Um, the new, the new, uh, not new, sorry, the Skyrim Anniversary Edition. And yeah, Skyward Sword. Those eight games have been my woohoo games of the year. And then the games that I still play from the past religiously. Um, oh, sorry, I forgot a game. Shit, which one do I have? <laughs> the, po- the Pokemon game. I don't remember. Uh, shining diamond or shining pearl? I think I have shining pearl. That one's that one's been pretty fun. Um, it's shaping up to be my my first full playthrough of that game. I never finished it because it got hard after a while. I'm not even gonna lie. Um, yeah, but the games I've still been playing that are come out of the past: Breath of the Wild, obviously, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Um, and actually, not to one up Brandon here, but. <laughs> I ended up beating Fire Emblem Three Houses three times in one month. Nice different routes. I had I I there was something wrong with me that month because I was I'm telling you I've never burned through a game as fast as I did in that game. Game's um, really good. It is. Um, uh, Metro Dread. Dread. I've been enjoying that one. That's my first my first ever Metroid game. Pretty fun. Hard as hell. No one told me it was going to be hard, but <laughs> I'm a Souls guy, so I can take it. And Phasmophobia, I still play, and it's exciting. You know, they've been updating that game with pretty good updates. And, and yeah, yeah. All right, well, the games that I enjoyed, <laughs> excuse me, my favorite games from 2021 are um, Neo, The World Ends With You, uh, Tales of Arise, and uh, Bravely Default 2, uh, which pretty much shows you my genre of games. Uh, and the one <laughs> the game that I've been playing this year that I didn't finish still, which is fucking crazy, uh, that I've really been enjoying is uh, uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon. Um, nice. It is a great game. It's fucking awesome. And I still haven't finished it. So it is going with me from 2021 into 2022 because that's how life happens. Um, and of course, uh, my love for Final Fantasy 14 has resurfaced and I've just been doing a shit ton of stuff in that game. I've been doing a ton of raids, which are just always awesome. Um, had a nice little raiding party. Everyone's really nice. It's really lots of fun. So um, I actually was on a Actually, I can't. I can't say what I was doing because they might listen. But I was arguing with someone about Final Fantasy fourteen yesterday. So if you're listening, you know who you are, and you know what we did. Um, it wasn't me this time. <laughs> it was not Gabe. It was not Gabe. I can't um, believe I didn't even mention Final Fantasy fourteen. <laughs> it was because you loved it, and then you got back into your shooter phase, which totally fair. fair. <laughs> 
excuse me totally fair um but yeah all of my my free time has also been going into final fantasy 12 the zodiac age which we are doing for mm-hmm. uh, jrpg club for uh hp critical which you should definitely check out on this podcast as well um that game's also really great so it's been a it's been a wonderful time the conversations have been great around it let's move on to what was released from uh playstation xbox and uh nintendo this year uh just to talk about how we feel about how they did for the year and then we're going to talk about our personal game of the years as well as the game of the year from hp critical and then we're going to wrap this bad boy up that sound okay yes yeah, yeah, all right so let's start with nintendo um the the big games that released for Nintendo this year, and correct me if I'm missing any or if I am wrong, include Super Mario 3D World, Bowser's Fury, um, Bravely Default 2, uh, Story of Seasons, Monster Hunter Rise, Pokemon Snap, uh, Famicom Detective Club, The Missing Air and the Girl Who Stands Pine, Metopia, World End Club, uh, DC Superhero Girls, Game Builder Garage, Mario Golf Super Rush, uh, Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD, Monster Hunter Stories 2, Pokemon Unite, No More Heroes 3, WarioWare, Get It Together, Metroid Dread, Mario Party Superstars, Pokemon Diamond and Pearl remakes, um, Advanced Wars 1 and 2, Danganronpa, uh, Star Wars Hunters, I don't know what that is, uh, Shin... That didn't come out, that okay, didn't come out this year. Okay, and, uh, Neither Shin did uh, Advanced uh, Wars... And neither did Advance Wars, sorry. And uh, no. Shin Megami Tensei 5. That's just some of the games that came out this year for Nintendo. So I know that people, including me, were complaining because this was the year of Zelda's anniversary. And I was really looking forward to more than just Skyward Sword HD uh, coming out because I'm one of those people that only plays on my Switch exclusively. And I was really looking into trying to get into some of those other uh Zelda games, but I guess I gotta wait till they come on the N64 thingamabobber, uh, which is still too expensive. Uh, so not only did we have those games, we also had uh, the OLED Switch come out this year. They added Nintendo 64 and Sega Genesis to their upgraded Nintendo plan. Um, anything else big happen with Nintendo? Well, the other big thing was like, this is <clears throat> the final year of Smash's DLC. Ah, so, yeah, the final DLC for Smash. Sora! Yeah. Hotly anticipated, most popular ty- uh, character for DLC finally made his way, and now Smash DLC is done. Mm-hmm. Animal Crossing, too. That's true. It did get its big-ass update. It's one big-ass update. It's final big-ass And ass that update. is also included in Nintendo Switch Online service, yeah. Which, uh, That's was, true, yeah. It's got a special pack, yeah. Yep. And that is the like last biggest Animal Crossing update, which she probably hasn't started it yet. But one of us just got Animal Crossing. Yeah, it's Kelly. <laughs> I I started it. Oh, you did? It's very like slow. Yeah, and boring. <laughs> I'm just like pulling weeds, like two weeds, three weeds. Like I'm like, is this it? Like, is that is that all? I don't. I yes. think there's uh, something very <laughs> special about Animal Crossing. Well, first of all, like, and I'm going to make this very short, but Animal Crossing was already a niche game to begin with. So, like, there was a very specific demographic that played Animal Crossing. And, um, th- like, the same people that are excited for it are the same people who used to play it. And then with New Horizons, it just so happened to... It was just time and place, really. It just so happened to come out in the middle of a pandemic when no one could do anything. So if you didn't catch the game during that wave of playing with your friends, it is not at all going to be the same as playing it a year later. 
Yeah. It's yeah. really, it's really like, it would have literally been all of us on Animal Crossing, like helping you out, visiting your islands, fishing for villagers, having a bunch of fun, trading fruit and like doing all this cool shit because we had nothing else to do. Right. And, and it really sucks now for you to start playing it now because it's essentially just going to be a really boring, you know, farming sim. I mean, yeah, that's what I've experienced so far. It's nice to know that you'll only play it with me if you have nothing better to do. Apparently, so. <laughs> I That's what I was saying. I was like, yeah, she could just ask and we'll go. Like, it's not, it's not like, <laughs> I oh, don't I don't want to play this game anymore. What? <laughs> um, no, I don't really mind. I mean, I sometimes just want to turn on some stupid mind-numbing trash uh, on my Switch. <laughs> and oh, that's when I'll play it. I literally knew it was, I knew I was going to hate it. So that's why I waited until Christmas. So I wouldn't have to pay $50 for it. I didn't want to pay that fucking money. If I could have gotten it for 10, I would have. I couldn't. So stupid mind numbing trash that you hate that you yeah. should have only paid $10 for, but you got it for free. Yeah. Marissa, if you're listening to this, I'm so sorry. I did not <laughs> yeah it wasn't game this time i'm an actual animal crossing <laughs> it's just honestly it's just for it's just for people who are relaxed and i am not a relaxed person <laughs> i am an a very relaxed i just i can't relax to a game like that i, I just you know i get into the the whole like doing your dailies like dailies in games right like i do dailies in, in final fantasy 14 i do dailies in animal crossing i do dailies in my multis like it's just one of those things that i just get used to doing and then it becomes like a comfort thing and then my friends are on we we all just went and had coffee with grayson and marissa and it was fucking great like we went to marissa's island and we all had coffee together right was marissa's island? Um. You weren't there? You were there, Brandon. Brandon wasn't invited. You literally uh, were there. I, I literally don't remember. How, how recent was this? It was like a month ago. It was right after the, 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 the update came out. You were legit there. And then I paid for coffee for everyone. And then Marissa paid oh, for Oh, that's right. We took everyone. pictures. Yeah, no. Yes, I, was, like, yeah. I was like, okay. you were fucking there. What? Okay, okay. Just make sure. Just make sure. But yeah, cute shit like that. You know, I love Animal Crossing. I am a fan. I apologize for any non-fans because Kelly just shitted on us. Um, but anyway, so yeah, that was that was the year in Nintendo. So uh, any other big things that happened that, that we might have missed or any really big games? I'm not really worried about you know, the smaller ones. Sorry. I, I love Endies. I just, I'm, I'm on a time limit. So um, any other big games or anything uh, big that uh, anything else had that happened that was big? Oh my God. Sick brain. I can think about. That's pretty much it. Yeah. That's, right? that's pr- sounds like everything. Not, <laughs> oh, I mean, besides, besides their first general direct and over however many hundreds of days. Yeah. That was, year. that was something at the time. Really All right, so let's, yeah, okay. So let's do a quick roundup of Nintendo. Um, how exactly do you guys feel Nintendo did for 2021 as a whole, like overall? Well, looking at their, this was kind of just like the year of revivals, you know. First off, who the hell thought that Famicom Detective Club would come out of nowhere and be localized? Like, so many people didn't even know that was that game was a thing, and it's just like. Now you can just play both of them on Switch, which is crazy. Pokemon Snap came back, which is crazy. Um, Shin Megami Tensei 5, after being announced in that initial Switch thing, finally came out. 
Pokemon came back. Mario Party came back in its superstars form, which is bringing back everything. Skyward Sword. That's the, that's what this year was. And then Metroid, after not having a mainline game since uh, Fusion in 2002, finally got Metroid 5, that being Dread. It's like, just this was just pulling out all the, like, everything that was dead or just dying and just, like, bringing it back into the surface. So, Good job, Nintendo. I guess this is. A, I'm glad you picked up everything because we know going next year is going to be. Um, I think we're all pretty confident that the sequel to the Breath of the Wild is probably going to be coming up. We're at, at the all very le- pretty confident. Okay, let me rephrase. I think at the very least we'll get a lot of good information about it next year. I still think there's. A- what is this shaking head? Nah, FM. <laughs> nah, I, we're definitely getting like a big trailer for that game. Gabe is keeping his expectations lower than, I don't know, a buried body or something. A buried body. No, I'm just looking forward to a, good, a nice, good trailer. Looking out for again that title next year. Whether it actually comes out next year, who knows? But I know that's good. That's going to be like know. their, I, I, that's probably going to be their big focus next year. And, uh, but yeah, no, 2021. It has it has some it has some really cool uh, cool games that came out. Um, sorry, not to cut you off, Brandon. But talking about big things in Nintendo, they announced mm. the new Kirby game. Shit, yeah, that's true. Yeah, Kirby is finally going to the third dimension in a very uh, Odyssey ish style game. That's awesome. They've yeah. uh, like mainline Kirby games at this point have always been like two D style. So for them to finally go three D, yeah, I'm excited. I want to see how it turns out. You get to see Kirby suck it. Dude. You sound so excited. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to chalk it up to your sickness. It's like, I'm so excited. You want to see how it turns out? <laughs> like, <laughs> no, yes. I'm doing my best here. Don't I know. I know. I'm not. I'm not. I'm saying I know that you're sick because you're usually much more excited about these things. Or yeah, at least much more impressive. It's funny yeah. that you say this is the year of uh, of revivals in Nintendo because WarioWare, to me, was just That's so true. random. That's true. Fuck, like, what? And you know, Pokemon Anniversary, bringing Pokemon back. Uh, not all those, not all those games that were brought back were good though. Uh, what was that Should've Ace Attorney game seven. that came? Greatest Attorney. Oh, I, you know, I totally forgot to mention earlier, but I have been playing it because I did the first two uh, cases on stream, and now I'm just doing third case onwards on my own. Uh, I'm enjoying it so far. Yeah, that, that's, that's another it. one that was localized, right? Finally, yeah, because it was originally on 3DS, unlocalized. I think that came out like 2015 in Japan, and then six years later, it finally got a localization. Both games, which was awesome. I'm glad, I'm glad that we can finally experience that story. Did any of you play No More Heroes three? Sadly, I did not because I still need to finish the original two. All right. Well, it was the, like like Brandon mentioned, it was the year of uh, revivals for Nintendo, and either you were into those series and the revivals did good, or they didn't. And of course, this is all with the caveat of the fact that you know COVID is a very real thing still, and working from home uh, for developers is also a real deal. So um, I'm I whenever I say this, I do take into account the fact that uh, everything has changed and everything's a little bit harder. So I'm not not paying attention to that factor when i say something because some of y'all just think i'd be rude and i i i understand i probably am mm-hmm. all right so um yeah uh kelly or gabe do you guys want to hop in on the nintendo review of 2021 i mean they had a pretty good year i think uh the switch uh oled screen came out so that was cool too. 
You're the only person I hear call it the OLED screen. Because I don't know what it's called. I mean, OLED. No, that's what it's called. OLED. Okay. That is yeah, technically what it's called. Like, it's OLED. technically OLED. She's technically right. Yeah. Okay. Well, that came out. That was pretty cool, I guess. I, I don't know. I don't really do Nintendo stuff. Um, but I mean, I think they had a pretty good year. Compared to last year, I think everybody had a really good year. Yeah, that's, that's a fair so. point. Damn, I don't even remember last year, so I can only agree. See, that's how bad that <laughs> like, year was. That's, I was like, I that's guess how it bad that year It's just was. wiped off the slate. It's <laughs> gone forever. <coughs> only thing. Actually, wait, that was 2020? Was 2019 uh, the good year and then 2020 was just nothing? No. 2019 was a pretty good year for Nintendo. No, no, no. I mean it like in general because it was like that Game Awards was Animal Crossing, Final Fantasy VII. Like it had a bunch of good shit. Uh, yeah. That was 2019? Yes. What the fuck was 2020s? No, 2020 Wait, no, was 2020 Animal Crossing. Because and, yeah, and Final Fantasy. Oh, it's 2021. My bad. Oh, okay. uh, I'm so lost. So it was 2020. So it was last year. Yeah. Last year mm-hmm. was good. What are you talking about? I stayed home and played a shit ton of games. It was great. Yakuza. Well, yeah, I Same guess everybody here. had a good. Like, I guess everybody had a good time because everybody was home. Was great. Like what? <laughs> okay, I gave anything on Nintendo. Yeah, um, shit year for Zelda fans. Terribly yeah. sorry. We we all know the Zelda, the the Skyward HD. Yeah, you know, it was fun to play it again. And yeah, you had all those people on Twitter, you know, like, oh my gosh, this is such a good game. I don't understand why people talk shit about it. But if you go back to their mentions in 2011, they were the ones talking shit about it. Um, Oh my God. This was like um, the year of like, I'm sorry to cut you off, but like, this is like the, I'm not going to spoil exactly why I'm saying this, but this is like the year of revisionist history where something yeah. that's old is like good again if you're like oh i like the old thing the whole time like, yeah, no. i know exactly what you're talking about exactly okay yeah and and just because i know what you're talking about to say about that for that instance i'm gonna tell you right now it was just because of writing character writing but anyway before Jerome cool. and kelly get crazy but yeah for zelda fans it was kind of a bummer year we really thought we we're gonna get the uh you know the mario treatment we we're gonna have some ports over some port overs you know some the hell is it called? Uh, clothes and all that stuff. But no, instead, all we got Dang. was a, all we got was a happy birthday Zelda. The you know the game and watch, which thing. I still need to get. The Skyward, so oh, so. the Skyward no. Sword thing, and then they were like, "Oh, you know, if you want to play Ocarina of Time on your Switch, why don't you go ahead and pay, you know, some extra money for your online subscription." To have play a very laggy port over. Um, yeah, that was it for Zelda wasn't fans. Great. You know, uh, I forgot. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest though. I I don't know if this sounds bad, but I don't know if it's because I'm used to playing with lag since I play fucking Smash Bros online and Nintendo can't get their shit together. For me, I can't feel the lag that much on Ocarina of Time. Like, and it's it's I don't know if it's again just because I'm used to it or because some people just had a worse experience but i don't really feel the lag so i don't i don't know about that i one, think guys. it depends on the game because i've been doing a few s64 games for the doesn't hold up mario kart 64 and dr mario 64 ran flawlessly star fox 64 had like a teensy bit of lag and that unfortunately with that kind of gameplay can sometimes get in the way but those are the only three i've tried so far so maybe just 
The only the lag I had was Yoshi's Island, which is the most simplest game that's on that <laughs> oh, library. Wow, funny. It is the simplest game on that library. And it's like, that's the one I was like, why is my input coming in so late? Um, was happy for Metroid fans. Those poor bastards have it. I think they're along Elder Scroll fans. And there's another, there's another series out there I can't remember right now. I think they probably have it the worst in terms of game announcements and actually getting a new game because it's always like Nintendo's gonna say it this year, and it's like no. And then finally this year, it's like you come into the direct and you're like, oh, they're not gonna mention anything. All of a sudden, in Metroid, you're like, holy shit! So happy for them. Yeah, I, I'll say, I'll say, yeah, they have it the worst in terms of fans that constantly wait, but they actually do eventually get their games. It's it's not like the F Zero, the Gold, or God forbid, the Golden Sun fans. Ooh. Yeah. Um. There's another Metroid. There's a lot of dead series in Nintendo. What was I about to say next? Oh my gosh. Metroid. Metroid. Yeah, nope, it left. All right. Well, I will say that you reminded me that Mario got close. And he also got a whole ass switch. Like there's literally a Mario themed switch. <laughs> Damn, poor Zelda. Um, but let's move on. <laughs> Excuse me, let's move on to Xbox. So um, this was a pretty good year for Xbox, depending on who you ask. Uh, and Game Pass, also, depending on who you ask. Um, there were some actual Game of the Year contenders in here. Um, and just to name a few of the games that came out um, that were definitely on people's radar, there's The Ascent, um, Halo Infinite. <laughs> I said that as if I had a bunch of lists already. The Medium, uh, Flight Simulator, I heard was really great. Psychonauts 2, um, uh, 12 Minutes was a game. Um, Certainly was a game. Uh, <laughs> anything else that came up for Xbox this year? That was really there was cool. also Forza Horizon 5. Uh, that's what I'm missing. Forza Horizon 5. Forza Horizon 5. Uh, Halo Infinite, Forza Horizon 5. I think those are the two big ones, no? Yeah, those are the two biggest ones for Xbox this year. Anything else? Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. the only one. Yeah, that was pretty much the Xbox year. To be fair, though, those games uh, did all rate really, really well. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, the Ascent was also one of them. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, Force Horizon 5 and Halo Infinite and Psychonauts 2 and Flight Simulator kind of stand on their own um, as those those uh, titles for Xbox. And then, of course, I think Xbox did a great job uh, with Game Pass. Like, they literally really hit it out of the park this year with Game Pass. We, we got to play Outriders on Game Pass um, without paying for it. Uh, I think some of us got to pay Back for Blood on Game Pass as well. Yeah. Um, we had a lot of opportunities to be able to play games for free on Game Pass uh, that were day one. And um, a lot of those day one games ended up, uh, whether we still play them or not, a lot of them, I think, were games that we necessarily might not have played before that we got a chance to and the roster you know continued to grow uh rpg fans were getting 
really crazy announcements. I think this year we got Octopath Traveler on um uh Game Pass, which was an Nintendo yeah. exclusive. Uh, and of course, Xbox has acquired uh, a couple of studios that actually have PlayStation exclusives that are no longer going to be PlayStation exclusives anymore. And then of course we have uh you know the future. We're looking forward to uh, what Bethesda has to has to bring up. But uh, since we're talking about this past now, um, uh, how do you guys think Xbox did for 2021? Yeah, like like you said, it's it's mostly Game Pass that kind of like got them. You know, Game Pass is always going to do well for Xbox. That's pretty much their main selling point for their for their brand. So as it improves, it'll always be good. Now that being said, I think it is worth mentioning that you know this is the year where Halo Infinite finally came out, where we got Forza Horizon Five and Psychonauts Two. Those are all three very reviewed games, and of course Forza and Halo in particular. Are what are what the Xbox brand is known for, and so you want to make sure if you're if you're Microsoft to make sure that those two games are delivering, and on all fronts. And Infinite, you know, has gone through a long development to make sure it was the Halo game that people wanted, especially after four or five didn't really land with a lot of people. So I'm glad yeah. a lot of people do are liking Infinite a whole lot. That's definitely a good thing. And Forza Horizon Five heard nothing but good things about, so that's Same. obviously. Done, done really good well for them. Psychonauts 2, bro, that's like winning like so many like uh websites game of the year awards. So mm-hmm. I know that game must be quality. So I think I think in terms of games, like you know, Microsoft's like Xbox had don't, a pretty good don't year. Do that. Don't do that. What? I don't, were you hitting your desk? Oh, was I? I'm so sorry. <laughs> right next to your mic. It was really loud. Oh well, my bad. Anyway, yeah, no, they I, they had like uh I had a really good year in terms of games, and you know, Game Pass remains a good deal. Anyone else on Xbox or uh, Game Pass? I mean, Game Pass, yeah, it had all the stuff. They, um, I, I can't remember when they bought Bethesda. It was apparently they like finished it this year, so technically, all those games got added to Game Pass in 2021. Uh, all the Fallouts and all of the other Bethesda titles, so that was pretty good. I mean, if you wanted to ever check them out, um, you could do it with game pass i think that was really convenient and like you said some of the other exclusives um are now on game pass a lot of good stuff was on game pass this year too like they have the first jurassic world evolution and just some other games i mean nothing else really happened they didn't have any console launches or anything um so uh yeah i mean i think they had a pretty good year though i mean whenever you drop a halo title and a forza title that's like gonna be your best year at xbox so very true um yeah i think i think the big draw this year for xbox was game pass i've always complained about the value of game pass just for me personally because it has always not been enough for me to shell out 15 dollars a month just because there weren't games for me to play and 2021 proved me fucking wrong xbox literally grabbed a bunch of games that i would actually play and threw them on on game pass and i played them um so i i think that just speaks to the variety of what they've been able to acquire uh over at uh xbox and and to me i think that that really won their their 2021 i have played a little bit of halo infinite it's been fun um haven't touched forza horizon yet i'm not really interested in psychonauts those aren't really games that i personally would play maybe i'll play it eventually so like their big launches aren't really for me um but the ability to play a bunch of other stuff that i'm actually interested in in game pass has actually made me uh you know turn my xbox on (laughs) 
because there have been times where that shit just sits there idly. So it's been uh, really nice to be able to do that. Uh, Gabe, do you have anything for Xbox before you move on to uh, PlayStation? Only thing I'm going to say is Halo Infinite should not have been nominated for any awards because it came way too late. Next. All right, cool. I actually agree with that. So I actually agree with you on that. Um <laughs> excuse me now let's look at uh playstation uh ps5 obviously is a year old now as is the xbox um as far as hardware we're getting some nice new face plates we got some new colors finally getting face plates official place face plates from playstation we got some new colors for the for the uh controllers um a few updates but no new hardware i think actually there was that like updated version of the ps5 but it was basically like the base model so like there was no internal changes or whatever i don't know but uh, aside from that nothing big so uh as far as games we got ratchet and clank rift apart uh returnal death loop uh kana bridge of spirits um any more uh that were like exclusives for playstation exclusives it is it oh are we talking only about PlayStation 5 or just, uh, just PS4? PlayStation exclusives in general? PS4 and PS5. Was near replicate on Xbox as well, or is that yes. only on PlayStation? It was on okay, Xbox okay. Well. So multi-platform. Okay, then never mind. Um, um Ghost of Tsushima uh, did, it did get its director's cut this year. This year? Okay, yeah. Yeah, it did. Um so so did so did Death Stranding, if I'm not mistaken. I got its director's cut this year as well. Yeah, so I think uh, Xbox and PlayStation both had, you know, a good handful of brand new titles that came out this year. Uh, I, I don't want to do like an in comparison of Halo Infinite versus like Kana Bridge of Spirits, obviously. Um, but I think both of them, you know, pretty decent, especially for a year into COVID. Uh, as far as they mm-hmm. could do what they can do. Um, yeah, I mean... I played a shit ton of PlayStation this year. It's probably my most played console, surprisingly. Um, but that is because I've been playing Final Fantasy XIV and, and Tales of Arise was really long, sprawling JRPG. So a lot of my, uh, and the other world ends with you, all these games that are taking me a bunch of hours are all on PlayStation. So um, that's probably why. But uh, for a 2021 year in review for PlayStation, how do you guys feel about that? It was a a pretty okay year for PlayStation. I think, like, the releases that did come out that you mentioned have been really good. Like, I haven't played Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart myself, but I've heard nothing but, like, glowing reviews for it. Some people put it as their Game of the Year candidates. Uh, Returnal, it wasn't for everyone, but those that did stick with it really enjoyed it. Uh, I personally really enjoyed Deathloop. I hadn't had time to finish it, but I've really enjoyed it. Um, Kena is fucking gorgeous i absolutely love that game and it's like uh it's like a really well done ps2 era game in terms of like it being like a platformer so i've really enjoyed it yeah no like the games that actually did come out playstation are are of good quality i guess just wasn't that much but again what did come out i think was really good so playstation had a pretty good year i I do think that covid might have affected some releases here and there uh but hopefully 2022 is looking uh better for that which i'll mention one particular game i'm looking forward to uh we get to that point. I would also like to give a shout out to Xbox for Death's Door, which was a timed exclusive, which was also mm. um, really good, according to Gabe's article, which you can read at hpcritical.com. <laughs> Kelly or Gabe, anything for PlayStation? I gave it a 9 out of 10, by the way, Death's Door. Uh, for PlayStation, 
not really. A lot of the games I played on PlayStation released everywhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, Chivalry, Battlefield, Tales, um, Back for Blood. Uh, they did have that little update that you can upgrade the internal storage. Mm-hmm. So I guess that was that's a, definitely a. I'm not gonna say like a great move, but you know, as opposed to if, God forbid. Uh, an updated version of PS5 comes out within the next year or two. You know, you're not going to buy it solely because it offers like a two terabyte option. You can do it yourself. Yeah, Apple. Oh, yes, it's a little pricey to get the SSD. Um, it's definitely the better option. Um, but besides that, I mean, like Jarrell said, the the customizations to the plates and stuff after D Brand did it, and then they tried taking them to court on it. Um, um did they take D brand to court? Are you sure it was D brand? Because I thought it was like yeah. a, a smaller no, nah, it was D brand. Oh they, they had this whole thing and D brand still poking fun at them because um because as you guys know, obviously consoles have fans in them, like a right, like a PC, and um D brand's like, well, systems need fans. And like so they're what well, I'm not gonna get into that, it doesn't matter. If you want to look what their plates look like, go on dbrand.com or find them on twitter at dbrand you can see all that but besides that i mean yeah i'm looking forward to everything they have upcoming because they had their state of plays this year (coughs) very nice games not very nice some very exciting games announced um within the next three years and beyond um but yeah besides that i mean sadly i didn't turn on my ps5 as much as i would have liked and it's getting hot no it's because i i i'll get into that later but i finally upgraded my pc and it's like (laughs) i can play so much more on that uh kelly anything for playstation all right cool so uh let's i want to do one question for you guys and then we're going to talk about our uh game of the year stuff and that one question is just going to consolidate a little bit of what i was asking you before which is what uh company and video games are you most looking forward to in 2022 uh for 2022 i mentioned it before but i'm just i'm just most interested in see some more information about the sequel the breath of the wild now that being said i don't actually Again, I don't think it will actually release next year. I'm optimistic it would, but I just want to see information about it. As far as a game that I know actually will come out next year that I'm looking forward to, I'm so excited for Triangle Strategy. Like, I played that demo earlier this year, and I had and I said, and I quote on that, on that podcast playing demo, it has potential to be my game of the year for 2022. And I do stand by that, like, because I was really feeling that demo, and I just am looking forward to the full release seeing what kind of decisions you can make in that final game and how the actual uh, tactical gameplay will go. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. And, you know, looking forward to some Final Fantasy 16 information. I'm very excited for that game, actually. Um, I also don't know if that's going to end up releasing next year. Otherwise, I would have put it. But I'm looking forward to hearing about that game as well. I think it'll be a lot of, a lot of fun. And uh, any specific company you're looking forward to for 2022? Between PlayStation, <sighs> Xbox, and Nintendo, I mean. Yeah, it's hard. It's it's hard to say. I think I think Sony had that. Like, obviously, I'm a big Nintendo guy. Anyone that knows me knows that. But I do think Sony has some good surprises that are going to be coming out for 2022 that I think will uh will surprise us. Like, we already know that um, uh, Forspoken is coming out next year, and I'm very excited for Forspoken. Um, 
games like that and I think other surprises that Sony might have up their sleeve can uh, make for a good year for Sony. So we'll see. I think it's between Sony and Nintendo for me personally. Uh, Kelly, anything you're looking forward to in 2022 or any company you're looking forward to uh, seeing thrive? Um, so stuff I'm looking forward to in 2022, a lot of horror games are supposedly coming out. Um, some of them, I wrote them in my article for horror games that were supposed to come out this year and they didn't. So I'm hoping we'll see them next year, like the Outlast Trials, um, like a four player Outlast. Of course, we're all going to play it. I'm going to gift it to everyone. So you have no choice. Um, (laughs) I, yeah, but like something like that definitely looking forward to the texas chainsaw massacre game which was announced at the game awards i'm hoping to see that in 2022 um i just read that it would be like early 2022 so that's something um dead by daylight is gonna have that ring chapter uh i also wrote an article about that that's gonna be next year um so that's obviously exciting um playing more halo i'm definitely looking forward to that i'm hoping that they'll have updates and extra you know content that they might drop um dlc that'd be cool um obviously looking forward to like keeping up with some of the competitive stuff that they might do now that halo's back um i'm trying to think there was another oh dying light wait dying light 2 is that gonna wait i'm so confused i thought that was supposed to be out already that was another one that i wrote and it was like now it's coming out next year anyways um dying like two uh i'm pretty sure that's it okay um i mean there's a couple of other games that i'm probably looking forward to nothing specific from any companies like i have a ps5 now so if they were going to drop some games that'd be great but i don't really care that much um I play on my computer a lot. Uh, mostly just old games. I don't even... If I can't get it on Game Pass and it's new, I don't play it. <laughs> Very fair. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, nothing in particular, really. Cool. Uh, Gabe, same question. My turn. I'm going to be optimistic and say Breath of the Wild is... The sequel to Breath of the Wild is coming out next year. Because I swear to God, if I go another year without a new Zelda game, I'm going to lose my mind. Uh, Elden Ring, Forspoken. I feel like I'm about to jinx all of us when I say this right now. But the Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga game that's been delayed two oh, years in a row out. on spring. I'm going to cry if it doesn't. I can't go a third spring seeing <laughs> coming out spring. That game hasn't will, released yet. I will lose my absolute <laughs> shit. Um, uh, Pokemon Arceus or Arceus, however you pronounce Arceus, it. I yeah. just don't care. I'd say Arceus because I'm illiterate. Oh, oh, oh. Um, damn, there's another game. I know there's other games coming out next year. Uh, uh, I'm going to fill this part with um with the company i'm most excited for oh horizon forbidden west oh true and i i can't remember if they said ragnarok god of war ragnarok comes out 2022 too or it comes out 2023 it should be 2022 i believe it's 2020 yeah along with Uh, horizon horizon and god of war yes no sony's gonna have a pretty good big 2022 then yeah not xbox um (laughs) Um, Elden Ring. Okay. Uh, sorry. 
because uh, I, I know there was one more game I was extremely excited for. Uh, is did they say Kirby the Forgotten Land was coming out next year? It is coming out next year. I think. Oh, I guess. Spring. I guess that one too. Yeah, that's what IGN said. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. <laughs> Do you guys remember the Redfall game that was announced? Do we remember it? It's my most anticipated Xbox title. Oh, it's Xbox? Never mind. I don't want this shit. Um, <laughs> I want to oh see... Oh my god. I want to see Starfield. I'm not necessarily going to get into it, probably. I want to see what that one's like. Um, Come on. Where is that game? There was one more game. Was it a oh, PlayStation? Oh, sorry. Oh. There's two more games. Hogwarts, Hogwarts Legacy? Legacy and Gotham Knights. Oh, true, 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 true. If if they come, hopefully they do, and that they weren't. Um, they were. We haven't seen Gotham Knights in a while. I don't think that's probably because they're getting ready to release it. Uh, Sonic Frontiers. WB Day or whatever the fuck. That's true. Sonic Frontiers. uh, Sonic Frontiers and the Suicide Squad. Kill the Justice League. Those are the games I'm excited for next year. Hopefully, you know they don't get hit with another year delay. Uh, It would be nice to see them. But the company I'm most excited (laughs) for. I'm gonna have to say it's gonna be PlayStation. I feel like Nintendo is gonna take, you know, kind of like not an off year, but like, you know, Zelda's kind of the focus. And now it's like, all right, let's relax and focus on other Nintendo things. I'll never like Xbox. I'm sorry. They can, you know, just hope they treat Bethesda right. That's all I can ask from Xbox. But yeah, I'm looking for PlayStation, really. Those two big hitters, the, uh, Forbidden West and God of War Ragnarok. Yeah. Games are going to be fun. Yeah, you know, I just keep thinking back to uh, the Game Awards and all the most anticipated games, and I'm like, yo, it's going to be a great year for PlayStation and a really good year for Nintendo. Um, and, you know, if Xbox can come out with some of that uh, Bethesda stuff, like Starfield, etc., it's going to be a really great year for gaming next year, 2022. Definitely looking forward to it. I'm going to end this with our uh, Game of the Year. Uh <laughs> winners for uh hp critical and then we're gonna sign the f off um so just in case you guys haven't seen by now we posted some polls to see what everyone who is a fan of hp critical is interested in seeing as their game of the year for the specific categories we have our own um that were voted internally and um I'm just going to go over some of them right now. So the best original soundtrack goes to Tales of Arise. Uh, the best indie goes to Kana Bridge of Spirits with Take Two as uh, the number two. Uh, best multiplayer goes to It Takes Two. Uh, the best RPG was Tales of Arise. Um, the best DLC was the Final Fantasy VII Remake episode Intermission featuring your girl Yuffie. Uh, the best mobile title went to Pokemon Unite. The best scary game went to Metroid Dread. Um, even though on Twitter it definitely went to uh, Resident Evil Village. Well, Kelly. No, I'm not going to lie. Metroid Dread has some scary moments. <laughs> it does have I some scary moments, though. you made, but our internal voting said that Metroid Dread is scarier than Resident Evil Village, but probably because... I don't think that's actually scarier, but... <laughs> clearly just because more people at HP Critical staff have played Metroid Dread probably than, than have played uh, Resident Evil Village. Uh, <laughs> probably the only reason that one. Uh, best art style goes to Tales of Arise. I'm, I'm sorry. What? Yeah, I voted for Tales of Rise. I love the art style in that game. Yeah, that's art style in that game is good. It's beautiful. Uh, 
um uh best fps was battlefield 2042 the best ongoing title goes to super smash bros ultimate and uh final fantasy 14 it was a tie um wow nice best new protagonist was also a tie between Max and Cody from It Takes Two and Shion Emerus from Tales of Arise. Uh, the most played console over at HP Critical is obviously the Nintendo Switch and our game of the year uh, by one vote <laughs> is the same as the game of the year for uh, the, game of, the Game Awards, which was It Takes Woo-hoo! Two. Uh, so you'll definitely see all of that over at HP Critical with a brand new um design uh brand new website design we're revamping for 2022 it's gonna be awesome look forward to it and with that good night everybody bye see you bye. Bye. happy new year happy new celebrate year. See you next year, year.